On today's first round KO, Connor and I talk about a crazy overtime-filled week four in the NFL, but Connor didn't watch any of it. Because I was he, at a Brewer game. Give, me, the Brewer. give no, me a I'm break. Not, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying he wasn't there, so it's a lot of me talking about football, <laughs> but that's fine. I love to talk football. And then after that, we talk about the two game 163s in the Major League Baseball that we have tomorrow between the Brewers and Cubs and the Rockies and Dodgers because playoff baseball is officially on us. Let's get it. Shock the system. Tier WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, aka Howard J. Dingers. I'm still very sick, so I apologize for my voice. And joining me as always, Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. So I'm to play America's favorite game, otherwise known as how many games has the White Sox fan been how many Brewers games has a lifelong White Sox fan been to in the past calendar year alone? A lot. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> more if, more Brewers than White Sox, right? Yeah, I haven't been to a White Sox game, I think, since like my junior or senior year of high school. Oh, my goodness. So, but, like, six years. I think so. It, it, I, I'm probably over-exaggerating that number, but it's been a it's You've been gone a to more Brewers games in the last 24 hours <laughs> than you have White Sox in the last five years. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably the last time I went to a Brewers, funny. the last time I went to a White Sox game, rather, the last time I went to a White Sox game, Brett Laurie was still on the team. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this was before we traded Quintana as well. I don't know, man. It's it's been a minute. It's been a very, very, very minute. hot minute. But the reason I say that because, as while everyone's listening to this before or after the uh, game 163, one of two game 163s, first time in MLB history. Be a good day of sports again tomorrow. Uh, I was at game. I was at game one sixty two for the Brewers at home, which they thrashed Detroit, and it was magical. And the, and the same crew neck that I'm wearing, which a lot, which a lot of people was like, "Did you get that from the game?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Man, I hate you. I just missed out because uh, they were they were at the game but didn't get the oh, crew neck. It was only the, the first twenty thou. It might have been ten thou for that game for the crew neck. Was it ten thou? It might have been. Um, I don't know, but either way, either way, yeah. But no, I'm prob- no, what I'm going to do after this podcast, I'm going to go back, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to wear it again tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. I mean, sports lore, you're not supposed to wash it, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm trying all to... All right, then I guess I'm not washing it tomorrow. <laughs> Screw it. I, I only got two. a shirt underneath it. Yeah? You should be fine. I'm trying to decide what jersey I want to wear. Uh, Well, I, I wore I wore DDC on Friday, and they won, like, to the game. Mm-hmm. And then, how's their record wearing the Yelich jersey? Mm, the only time I've wore it during a game was the day I got it, and they lost. How's their and record I, with the Arcia jersey again? I've only, I mean, games I've gone to, four and one. And then DDC, I feel like they win most. Of the, I don't know. It's hard. I might just go DDC because I like that jersey. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. We're gonna talk about both one or both game 163s coming up here in a sec but first <coughs> excuse me <laughs> uh but first I want to talk about football because we just had a really wild day of football and my picks are terrible once again 
I think during the day games or like the early games, I was four and six or something like that. I don't know. It was not good. That's all I can say. Uh, the first game I do want to talk about, we're going to talk about the two obvious games first. Uh, the Packers will start off in Green Bay because I want to talk about Green Bay. They pitched a shutout, winning 22 to nothing against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Aaron Rodgers came out after the game and said that he was very, very disappointed with his offense, saying that he that they had a Super Bowl-caliber defense, but not even a playoff-caliber offense today on the field. Uh, only putting up the 22 points, two touchdowns, one in the first and one in the second quarter. Uh one of those being Aaron Rodgers throwing to Jimmy Graham. The other one was uh, Aaron Jones running. Aaron Jones, finally, they gave him the ball a couple times more. <laughs> he had 11 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. He looked really explosive. But, yeah, our defense were, were really the stars of this game. Uh, ha-ha Clinton Dix had a pick. Ha-ha Clinton Dix somehow managed to give a big hit to a receiver while also intercepting the ball. It was really impressive. <laughs> like, he knocked out a receiver while also intercepting the ball. And then Jari Alexander, the rookie, also had an interception, uh, his first of his career. Josh Jackson looked phenomenal in pass coverage today, too. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Kyler, the, I should, I'll start off by saying the Packers' defense had seven sacks. Mm -hmm. Kyler Fackrell had three of them himself. And he doesn't even play every snap. He's the backup line, outside linebacker behind Nick Perry and Clay Matthews, and he had three of the sacks. Uh, it, was, it was a good day for the Packers' defense. I I don't know if that was just – like, I knew the Bills were going to come in too confident, and they were – you know, Josh Allen wasn't going to be that good again like he was against Minnesota. So I it's hard for me to tell if that was Buffalo being bad because at one point Josh Allen was like three for 15 with 19 yards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I, I don't know if it's that or the defense finally s decided to step up. Mike Patton figured something out. He he was calling a very aggressive game. I liked I liked his play calling this this week. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what what do you think your takeaway is? I mean, I didn't watch any football. That's, that was I mean, another part that I I'm not I'm not even gonna sit here and try and come up with like some with some smart analytical thought process. Because there was nothing for me. Because I have seen nothing. That's fair. All I know. Were there people watching the game like there were two weeks ago? Oh my goodness! Yeah. I mean, there there was there were screens on, uh, with the game on. But unlike the game that we went to, the like I would say ninety five to ninety eight percent of the focus okay. was all on the Brewers game. That's good. So people were like ev like looking at screens, but people weren't like all around them like huddling, just trying to watch the game. They're all focused on the actual right. on the actual Brewer game. The seats that I had on Friday. I wish we would have had two weeks ago because really? I could see that one of the TV screens from my seat. <laughs> I was like, oh, it would have been perfect. <laughs> could have watched both games. <laughs> uh, what I will say, though, is that this is kind of – it's kind of – it'll be interesting to see what the what the mood would be like with people talking about Buffalo. You know, you go from knocking off a team that could right. that was in the NFC title game to then getting blanked. You know, you score 37 and then you get blanked. But Josh Allen's final line, 16 for 33, 151 yards, and two interceptions. He was sacked seven times for 64 yards. Not awareness. Uh, but, I mean, on on the flip side, this is a good bounce-back game for the Packers, I think. 
It, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. not that I. Th- not I think I know it was a good. Back, it was a good bounce back game after last week. It was for our defense. It was nice to see. I mean, what we only. Well, I think we put up 19 last week. Something like so that. So only yeah. an extra field goal this time. Mm-hmm. It's still not good. Like, I our defense. Ho- I shouldn't. Hopefully, our defense does this every week. I don't think it will. I think our defense is going to allow 21 points a week because we're the Green Bay Packers. So. We our our offense needs to figure something out. I don't know if McCarthy's still playing, if Colin plays, or if Philbin needs to figure something out, or I because Rogers looked healthy. He had he had five runs for thirty one yards. He looked fine. He I never once saw him limping on his leg okay. like we have in the last two I weeks. I guess that was my biggest question. Right. If he's he slid at one point like at the two yard line, um, on his bad leg. And every and he was like fidgeting with the thing, and everyone was like, "Oh no!" But he was just taking the grass out of it, out of the brace. <laughs> like he, he, I didn't see any limping from Aaron at all. Um, and Jimmy Graham's finally starting to get. And he, I'm in there. he scored one, didn't he? Yep he he had the touch the first touchdown of the game. Uh, he had three catches, twenty one yards. Geronimo Allison had a lot of drops. He, as good as he's been playing, even today he had six catches, eighty yards. And but as good as he's been playing. He's had a lot of drops, especially today. I I swear, I think he had like three or four drops that would have been big plays. And I, so like he's very wishy washy for me. Devonte Adams has been solid. Scantling finally got in there. I think he had a drop too, but he had a uh, catch for thirty eight yards. So Lance Kendricks again had like two ca- or two drops. He didn't look good either. Um, I really hope that they like what they see in Aaron Jones and run him more. Uh, him and Adams split with 11 carries, Montgomery only with five. So it, to me, that tells me that they're going more to a two-back system and kind of phasing mm-hmm. out Montgomery, hopefully. <laughs> I don't like him at, or at running back. But other than that, yeah, the, this Buffalo team is who I kind of thought they were. I didn't think we were going to pitch a shutout because Josh, Josh Allen, I swear to God, this one at one throw, he threw what I think – was a 50 or 55 yard pass. It, he overshot his receiver, mm-hmm. but it was a 55 yard pass on a line. Like, and I don't think it ever left the screen. <laughs> like it, it was a Brett Favre just line deep pass. I and he wound up and just. Ch- I was like, holy crap! Apparently, he was pitching 92 miles an hour in college or in high school. Really? Yeah. I was. That's ridiculous. Dude would probably be a closer in the in the MLB right now. But yeah. Good to see the Packers win. Uh, offense needs to figure something out. I think another big part of that is Aaron not practicing as much. I think now that he's healthier, hopefully he'll practice more. Maybe limited in practice, which is fine. Just get out there and throw the ball. You know, he doesn't have to run. He doesn't have to do just protect the leg, but still throw the ball. Get you know, do your route trees and everything. I think that'll help a lot with the offense because the run game looked decent. But uh, I don't know how many. How many total yards did they have here? Uh, on 32 carries, the team had 141 rushing yards. That's pretty good for Green Bay. <laughs> We're normally not that good on rushing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have hope for this team because the offense will get going. It's Aaron Rodgers. The offense will always get going. Uh, but if this defense can keep playing, you know, if Jari Alexander and Josh Jackson keep playing the way they have, uh, that's it's, it's going to be a good sign for Green Bay. Uh, the next game I want to talk about, which I'm a, I'm sure you were keeping track of. A little bit. <laughs> the Chicago Bears. The Bears. 
just trampled Fitzmagic. Actually, Fitzmagic was out pretty early, I think. I don't remember exactly when he came out. But, uh, yeah, 48-10. to 10. Mitch Trubisky on 19 of 26 threw 354 yards and six touchdowns. He broke the record with five touchdowns, like of any Bears quarterback ever. There's something like that, which should say something about Bears quarterbacks. <laughs> Not even Jim McMahon could, you know, whatever. Uh, and no picks, one sack for 10 yards. Awareness. <laughs> Not awareness, I should say. <laughs> On the one sack. Uh, I'm mad because <laughs> if you look at my pick, my pick sheet, I have Chicago circled. And then crossed out, and I went and circled them. I had them at one point, but then I was like, no, because I've picked against Fitzmagic like three weeks in a row now. And then I fucking mad about it. Okay, but I do want to talk about Trubisky. Go on. I need to look up some. I'm gonna look up some stats real quick <laughs> because go, go on. The, I'm, the, the floor is yours right now. I know how hard it is for you to find anything nice to say about no, him. No, <laughs> uh, okay. I will start this off by saying I fully give credit to him throwing six like touchdowns. That's really impressive. I. It's hard because it was only 19 passes. So, like, that to me just sounds like a bad defense or just good offensive calling type of thing. Like, that's not – like, if it's Drew Brees throwing, you know, 36 of 58, something like that, and scoring six – I. To me, that's a little more impressive. But, I I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. So, okay, here's what I'm looking at. (laughs) I am not giving him too much credit on this because it was Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, in their first four weeks now, has allowed 48, 21, 30, and now 48 again. You are just trying. I'm you are okay. I'm also I, also also. I'm not gonna sit here after one game and say that Trubisky has figured it out. I'm not saying he's had to I, say I that know. he's figured it out. I that's what I like. I saw people on Twitter just freaking out. Someone put up a picture of Jared Goff, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Mitch Trubisky. Well, I mean, I mean, and he, said the future of the league is in good hands. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> I mean, if you if you didn't say Patrick Mahomes and didn't say the caption that I would have, then my first thought would have been like, oh, every prediction that I would have hoped would have happened in year two, great. But then you said the future's <laughs> in good hands. I'm like, oh, it's one of those. Okay, first of all, this is Mitch's first good game of his career. Oh my goodness, he had that. So, no, and I'm not I'm not just picking on Mitch in this one. Jared Goff is a system quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> and as much as I love Patrick Mahomes, he's also a system quarterback mixed in with he's only three games into his career. So, like, Bleacher Report needs to chill on that one. People say defenses are going to figure Patty out. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm so interested in tomorrow night's game. Um, But, no, I, I will give full credit to Mitch Trubisky. Really good job. But I was, I, as I was saying, I was watching Red Zone, so I saw a lot of these plays. It was a lot it's the same argument that I make for Tom Brady. He's really good at hitting open guys. <laughs> but, like, the majority of the NFL is. he, the, 
the schemes were really good today as far as the offensive scheme going in. Nagy actually figured something out. Allen Robinson, there was one throw that I will say Mitch Trubisky dropped on a dime to Allen Robinson in the t- in the end zone. That was about the only one because all the other ones were just what? Like this one to Trey Burton, the very first one. There's just no one around him. Like literally, he I'm was on. I actually started Burton in fantasy today. Nice. Like I, I had to go get a. Tight I saw end. Trubisky had like sixty points. Isn't he sitting on someone's bench? He's probably sitting on a lot of people's bench. <laughs> I think he's on Anne Marie's, and I'm I playing think, him. I, I think he's on Anne Marie's, which yeah. is fine. Anne Marie has a lot of points on her bench, which I'm perfectly okay with. <laughs> um, yeah, and then this Bears defense—they shut down Fitzpatrick. Uh, he was 9 for 18 with 126. And then they put in Winston. And I, it's stupid because Winston goes in and throws two interceptions. He only threw 20 more yards than Fitzpatrick on seven more completions. Like, I, why? Stick with your dude. I, uh, it frustrates me so much. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, I'm gonna. Ha- I'll go back and really watch like the replay of this game because I do want to see if the majority of it was Mitch. Actually, maybe he had a good day. But even if he does, it's one week. I'm not gonna overreact on this like everyone else is on the internet. I I'm still week in and week out going to say that I don't trust Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Maybe he'll have one or two good games a season. We'll see. You know, I I will hold out judgment on that one. Um, but probably a good sign for you to see the Bears up 3-1 in the division. I'm I'm roushing it while I still can. You know what? I'm going to take a silver lining from this. Do you remember the last time the Bears won the division? Was it 2010 or 2011? 2010. Yeah, I know what happened that year. You don't need to <laughs> okay. remind me. Move just on. Yeah, Move I on. Didn't, didn't think I had to remind you. You just, didn't. I, th- that's just my silver you lining. Didn't, Chris uh, the other, uh The other game I want to touch on uh, more than the others is Jacksonville. Because Bortles balled out. <laughs> I shouldn't say balled out. He didn't. I mean, he had 388 yards. So that's that's balling out in my book. But it's against the Jets. Very young defense. Uh, I And he, he did throw a pick. Two touchdowns. I don't know. Bortles. He was Bortles today. He was he was good Bortles, I should say. He was, he was like against the Patriots Bortles. Against the Steelers last year Bortles. Mm-hmm. Where like. Yeah, he's going to take a little, a couple extra risks, and in turn, he's probably going to get a uh, interception or two. That's fine. Two sacks for eleven yards. I like that. Uh, T.J. Yeldon is looking. The Leonard Fournette went out again, even I though saw, he was he was yeah, limited, but he limped that. off again. But Yeldon, every time that Leonard goes out, Yeldon is stepping up, and I I I like T.J. Yeldon. I've always liked him ever since we drafted him out of Bama. So. I liked it a lot. D.D. Westbrook had nine catches for 130 yards. Dante Moncrief had five catches for 109 yards. <laughs> wow. Two receivers over 100. You <laughs> After losing Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, the Jaguars with Blake Bortles at quarterback just had two receivers over 100 yards. Cool. I like Jacksonville a lot. <laughs> This team is this team has been fun this year. No interceptions. Uh looks like no fumbles or anything from Saxonville. How many sacks did they have? Three sacks for twenty three yards. Good stuff. Uh they held Sam Darnold to 167 yards and one touchdown. 
So at least Darnold isn't turning it over. True. That's uh, honestly that's a really good takeaway if you're New York. You just played two. You, you just played the best secondary in the league, and you didn't turn and you didn't throw a pick. I'd say that's a really good takeaway from that game if you're New York. Uh, let's see what other slate of games that we have here right now. Jeez, God bless America. The Ravens are up 14-0 on Pittsburgh. We'll talk about that game on Tuesday. Yes, we're actually going to try to record on Tuesday this week. Uh, Bengals beat the Falcons on a last-second touchdown with 12 seconds to go. Andy Dalton threw a pass or a touchdown pass to AJ Green for the win to win by one. This game was insane. Matt Ryan threw 419 yards and three touchdowns. What did Dalton do? I I don't know. Dalton. What did I say on Hawk Talk though? What did I say? This the Bengals can do this because Dalton's in a dome. Yep. If Dalton plays in a dome, he's he actually legitimately good. Legitimately said this verbatim. They could they could outshoot them. All and all they, they need the Bengals needed one defensive stop, like literally all game. You just stop them once, and Dalton can shoot out in the dome. I just I'm mad that I didn't take my own I advice. Think like and pick two them. or th- only two or three people pick Cincinnati. If people pick God that. It, it's hard for me to pick against uh, the Falcons. Same. But, uh, I, but I do know there's a good chunk of us who did pick the Falcons, right. and we all got that one wrong. Calvin so. Ridley, my legit-ass pickup on fantasy football this week <laughs> in, like, three of my leagues. Does that include the Hawk Talk League? I think so. Calvin unless Ridley someone, was a free agent in um, the Hawk unless, Talk League. Uh, maybe not in that one. I don't okay. remember. I know I, at least two of my leagues. What about I picked uh, him up. What someone, did he? the wrestling one? I picked him up. He was, he was my, a free agent in the wrestling mm-hmm, one? And I picked him up. He was my wow. flex today. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because if I wouldn't have picked him up and started him, I would have started Cooper Cup. But Ooh. that's whatever. Uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. Ridley had 54 yards and two touchdowns. He is becoming a big red zone target for Julio Jones or for Matt Ryan, and I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, yeah, Dalton had 337 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. It was a really good game. I was following it. Like I said, I was watching Red Zone again this morning, and it was fun to watch. Cowboys win it at the last second again uh, against the Lions, 26-24. to Matthew Stafford threw 300 yards. Zeke had 152 yards on the ground. Wow. <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, and Prescott got 250 yards. Yep. <laughs> well, I got that one wrong. Uh yeah, me too. I think I picked Detroit. Cole Beasley went out of the game with an injury, so that'll be interesting going forward, seeing how badly he hurt he is because none of the other receivers for them have been working. Uh, you don't think he goes he goes back, do you? He is in you know who There's he is. no way. I don't think he would go back. I don't think he would go back either. I so apparently he was doing a Q&A. We're talking about Des Bryant for anyone who doesn't know. He was doing a Q&A on Twitter. Did is you it? see this? I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Someone asked him, when is he getting yep. signed? And, and he, he just said, soon. soon. <laughs> I don't know who he's... I don't know. If he's dropping some insider trades on himself, whatever. Uh, another literally last-second winning touchdown in overtime. The Titans topped the Eagles 26-23. to They went into overtime tied at 20. The Eagles kicked a field goal, and the Titans went for it twice on fourth down. In field goal range. They could have tied it twice, but they went for it, got both, and then eventually scored the touchdown. This was a really fun game to watch. I'm, I just have a feeling I'm going to go through the through the standings <laughs> here for our little predictions, and it's just going to be – and it's just not going to be a good week just because of some last-minute BS. Yeah, 
literally, I, I think most of my games that I got wrong were mostly uh, last-minute BS. Let's see here. Eagles-Titans, Cowboys-Lions, yeah, Bears-Buccaneers, and Falcons-Bengals. <laughs> it sounds about right. Uh, yeah, not too much to talk about this game. Carson Wentz looked really good. He he seemed to... Do you think the rust is off? I It... Completely or most of it. If it's it gone. wasn't coming into this game, it is now. I think. Okay. Um, we'll see. I still don't know. I think the rust is off. I don't know. I don't know exactly how healthy that knee is still because he still has a very big brace on it. So that's could that just be just protection matters? It very though? well could be. Yes. I mean, uh, it could it could be a whole lot less than the injury than the knee not being fully healthy and just a matter of just protective measures. Oh, know? absolutely. Uh, but they do. They did have him throw 50 times, and he threw three, 348. So, I mean, yeah, if you asked me, I would say the rust is off, especially after this game. So, I, I would say look out for the Eagles in the upcoming games. They start off 2-2. Two and two. Finally getting a win was your chosen one. Again, in overtime, yeah. game-winning field goal. Yeah, I heard, God, today was insane. I heard that 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 the Colts basically basically just gifted them. Yes. This. So, so you have to walk me by. You have so to walk I'm, me through. This. So I'm watching this game, right? So yeah. overtime, and the Colts. I don't. I think they went in tied at 34. I'm not exactly sure, but the Colts had the ball at the 35, or maybe the 40, or something like that, and. They it was a fourth and one, and they had their offense out to try to draw them off sides to get the to get the first down, and then they called timeout, and then they brought their punting unit out or like they started sending their punting unit out and the and the crowd or the commentators were like yeah you don't want to kick it here because if you miss it it's like a fifty some yard field goal if you miss it then it's really good field position for Texans so duh you're not gonna do that, but then they sent out the kicking unit. And they missed the kick. And then, the, and then Houston just drove down and kicked a game-winning field goal. <laughs> oh, they oh, okay, so they traded field goals. I'm seeing now 6-3 to three in overtime. They traded field goals, and then they went for a second field goal. Yeah, but still. They went for a long field goal, and it was stupid. The plus side, if you're the Colts, Andrew Luck threw a Hail Mary at the end of regulation, and his arm looked pretty good. So, question about Jacoby Brissett being their <laughs> Hail Mary guy is off the table. <laughs> It was funny because the commentators literally were like, oh, we're going to see Jacoby Brissett throw Hail Mary. But then Luck still ran out there and they were like, what? <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, good for I'm, – I'm glad. I'm glad that the Texans finally broke. Luck threw 62 passes. Jeez. Well, I guess the arm's fine. I, I hope it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he threw 464 today and four touchdowns. Yep, I guess the arm's fine. <laughs> Jeez. Uh He's sacked four times for 24 yards. Awareness? Eight yards. Just about eight yards. Maybe. Average. 7.8 yards. 7.7. Whatever. I don't know. Deshaun, uh, keeping pace, he threw a pick, but he and he only had two touchdowns. Seven sacks for 28. I mean, that. at least the yardage is down on that one, but still, seven sacks. That Not line his is fault. Just, <laughs> that line is just awful. Uh yeah, 375 yards. No help from the running game. They had 119 uh, as a team collectively on 35 yards or on 35. Uh, that is awful. They had two receivers above 
100 yards. DeAndre Hopkins had 169 yards and a touchdown. And Kiki, Kiki, Cody, Cody, Cody. I think his name is Cody. He had 11 catches for 109 yards. Never heard of him, <laughs> to be honest. Ah, oh, that should have been Braxton Miller. Why didn't they cut him? Anyway. Yeah, this was a good uh, – J.J. Watt had two sacks and uh, four tackles total. He looked really good. Clowney had a safety – no, Clowney had a touchdown, defensive touchdown. Their defense looked really good. Even though they let off so many yards, uh, that line looked really good. Patriots exposed the Dolphins at home, as I thought they would. As we all thought as, they would. Yeah, as we – yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was reserving judgment because, like – the Dolphins have been surprising me all year, so I wouldn't – I would have been surprised, but, like, it it would have just continued the pattern. But here I, I figured that the Patriots would take care of them at home. Patriots weren't going to lose two in a row – or three in a row. Brady with 274 yards and three touchdowns. He had a really nice deep ball to Cordero Patterson, and it looked really nice. Um, And then the Browns lose a heartbreaker to the Raiders. This one had a lot of controversy around it. Uh, late in the game, the Browns were up 42-34, to 34, up 8, and they got a first down. But after review, the refs called it back to a fourth and inches, or fourth and one, when it shouldn't have been. It was a very questionable call to, to call it back. And then they had to punt it, and then the Raiders went down, tied it with a two-point conversion, and then sent it into overtime where the Raiders ended up winning. What the hell is with all these over? What's with all these overtimes? There's a lot of overtimes today. A lot of lot of close games. I kind of loved it. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks topped the Cardinals at in Arizona. Uh, I did not call that one. Cardinals are now 0-4. Josh Rosen, in his starting debut in his first NFL start, was 15 for 27, 180 yards. I think he had a really good pass. That was initially called a touchdown. It was a beautiful pass, but then they saw one of his feet was out, and I was really upset because I was like, I was like really happy for the dude, the the rookie, and making his start. No picks, so that's good. One sack, nine yards. Not really awareness. It's <laughs> <laughs> one sack. I mean, to be fair, is it to, when we say awareness? Do you think it's really just a matter of like the quarterback just like running like a madman well, backwards, or just the defender just so just I was actually him? I was actually thinking about this. Um, when I watched Aaron Rodgers, so there was today when there was one sack where he kind of got grabbed from behind and dragged back, and I think it was like seven or eight yards. But most of the time when he's in the pocket, if he feels pressure behind him, he steps up in the pocket. I didn't see a lot of other quarterbacks do that today, which is which sounds ridiculous because it's kind of simple if you have people behind you step up. But a lot of quarterbacks either stood there or went out to the side, and they didn't step up. It was weird. But then some hits also, even if it's coming from right in front of you, they just they drive them back. Right, but yards. still, like, I mean, even stepping up, if you feel any pressure at all, it reduces the amount of sacks. You know, mm-hmm. it's just smart football. I don't know. It's did it's we, hard for me to say Did we see this. any BS roughing the passer calls today? Yes. Oh, boy. And it was it was really funny because during the fourth quarter of the Packer game, they were talking about how there wasn't any all day in any game. There was no roughing the passer call at all. And it, so they're talking. It was really cool. But then I think it was first or second quarter, Cleveland and Raiders. Uh, 
Baker threw a ball, and right when he released it, a, a lineman hit him. But not, like, hit, like, ran into him. Like, kind of touched him. Oh. Like a WWE, like, kind of like a crossbody type of thing. Right. It was stupid. He, Baker didn't go down. He just backpedaled. It was. It wasn't the two-step rule, but they still called pass interference. I I only saw a couple angles of it. It was stupid. People are calling it the worst uh, roughing the passer call yet this season. Apparently, thanks. So it looks Pollard. pretty bad. I think Clay Matthews has uh, some beef with that. But thanks, Anthony Barr. Ma- <laughs> Matthews. Uh, Matthews actually got a sack today. And, didn't and they didn't it. call yeah. it back. I was actually really... I, I am happy for him. Me too. <laughs> good job. Uh, yeah. I think the NFL did a really good job of releasing that video last week, and I think everyone watched it because a lot of hits, especially in the Packer game, although there was one on Aaron. See, now you say that. You ask if there was any bad calls. There was a really bad, bad no, no call. call? There okay. was a te- now that Now that I think about it, there was a terrible no call where this dude... Because the rule... And they showed it in the video, like I was just about to say. They showed a really good job of people not landing on the court. You just can't land on the quarterback with your body weight. That's the, that, that's kind of what it comes down to. It's stupid, but it's because of Anthony Barr and Aaron Rodgers. So, like, I get it. Now it's the letter, letter of the law. As much as people hate it, it is the rule. So now you have to abide by it. Aaron got sacked, and he the dude landed on, on him. And it wasn't like Clay where he put his arms out to try to stop himself or anything. He just landed on him, and then it was a no call, and he was on third down too. So that kind of sucked. I don't know. I it's stupid. I hate. I hate the rule. And like I said on Twitter, I I hate the rule, but at least be consistent with it. Like the refs need to. I get that it's also a judgment call, but they this need sounds to. like this sounds like this sounds like the 2018 version of the cash of the catch rule. God, yeah, and they did kind of fix that actually. They fixed uh, it more than I thought they would. The Saints beat the Giants as I thought they would. As we all thought they I would. I think I had, yeah, I had the Saints. I went, of course, I went two for two, or two for four, I should say, two and two in the late games here. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, Yeah, Saints 133 to 18. Eli, again, just can't catch a break on that with that offensive line. Uh, Three sacks for 21 yards for the saints on eli and he threw 41 passes uh 31 of them complete for 255 yards not too much to say about this saquon couldn't get going he had 10 carries for 44 yards so he had a decent average and everything but he just couldn't get going that saints ooh, that saints defense is finally starting to step up and alvin Kamara just had had himself a day like normal he had 134 yards on 19 carries and three three rushing touchdowns for Alvin Kamara. What an animal. He's probably the reason I'm winning in fantasy, to be honest. Uh let's see, what other late games we had. We had the Chargers and the 49ers. The Chargers won by two points. Didn't see that coming. The Niners put up 27 points with CJ Bethard. They were up 14-0 at one point. Early in the game, they were up 14-0. I this is just ridiculous. Uh, but the Chargers, they're just they're just injury riddled at this point. Keenan Allen went down. I don't think it's serious, but he went down during the game, and I don't think he came back. This this team just, I 
the only reason I I'm not putting faith in that, like Chad said yesterday, for anyone who listened to that episode, that he thinks the Chargers could make a Super Bowl run, and I like I could see it with the talent on the roster, but the best talent on the roster is injured. <laughs> like Joey Bosa isn't a hundred percent. They still don't have Shane Vere- or no, who am I thinking? Jason Verrett, their cornerback. Hunter Henry, their tight end. Keenan Allen can't stay healthy. They're, they're, it's just not good as far as injury injuries go. If Gordon can stay healthy, then they'll have a chance. But, you know, only beating the Niners 29-27, only winning by two points against C.J. Bethard is not a good look for the Chargers. I don't have a lot of faith in them going forward. Um, and then, of course, the Rams beating the Vikings 38-31. That was a shootout, if I've ever seen one. That was uh, five touchdowns from Goff. That was fun to watch. So the only other game we have going, well, the Steelers-Ravens game going on right now, and then tomorrow we have Mahomes against Case Keenum, <laughs> which should be interesting. What a uh, Monday night. Yeah, what a Monday tomorrow. Game one's two one game sixty or two game one sixty threes. Monday night football. Monday night. Monday Raw. night Raw. I love sports. Thank God I don't work. Tomorrow. I love October. I'm counting today as an October day because today it was, basically is. It basically is, and it was a beautiful sports day. I had the Brewers on one screen and the Packers on one, and the Red Zone on my phone and in my ear, and it was a glorious day. <laughs> I loved every second of it. Oh, and I got to wear my Jimmy Graham jersey today too, and so now I have a new new jersey for the Packers. Anyway, I do want to talk about some baseball real quick because there's a special place in my heart for game 163s. I I told you why, right? No. I was at game 163 in 2008. For who? Between the Twins and the White Sox. Oh, really? Yeah, except that one, there wasn't wasn't the wild card. The winner made it, and the loser was was just like, screw you, you're out. Or loser, go home. Pretty much. That's yeah, all, yeah. I was at game one sixty three. I'm so excited. The reason I'm okay with it, so going into today, obviously I wanted the Cardinals to to win and I wanted the Brewers to win, but I wanted Yelich to get those two RBIs because Javi didn't get any RBIs, but neither did Yelich. So once I saw the Brewers were final and Yelich didn't get any RBIs, I was like, you know what? It's okay. Let let the Cubs win. Let us play tomorrow so that Yelich can. If he you, can think, yeah, you think Yelich is going to be the defining factor tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. Because it sounds like that's what it's that's what you're saying. That it's Ye- going to be Yelich versus Baez tomorrow. <laughs> My favorite. It's going to be insane. I I can't wait. I'm going to need to borrow that Yelich jersey. What I, what, I, <laughs> what I want to happen is I want Yelich to get at least two RBIs and with Javi not, and then the Brewers win. Like that's ideal scenario tomorrow because then we don't have to play till Thursday. Yelich gets the triple crown because tomorrow counts. As the regular season, regular season game. stats. Yeah, and that's our bet. We haven't even named a starter for tomorrow. The Cubs did. Right. Who? who wait, who are they sending? They they announced Jose Quintana. Ooh. And we have not announced Well, they sent Gio yet. today. Yep. My. I'm, weren't you saying Chassin? For the wild card. Well, who do they send tomorrow? Exactly. So, like, probably. I Chassin. would send Chassin. And then if you go no, to the wild card, no, then... No, no, because we don't go home if we lose tomorrow. So save Chassin for if we lose. Then the wild card. Then who goes tomorrow? Chase Anderson. You're going to put Chase Anderson starting a game 163 against that offense. Like I said, it's not like it's a winner go home. Right. I would but rather I... have the better pitcher in the elimination game. 
Elimination. Well, I see what you mean, but wild card is elimination. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, let's assume they don't. Let's assume that they make like, it to I the, get to the big, NLDS. Obviously, tomorrow's huge. Yeah, but you still have to kind of game plan for if the if. I don't know. I mean, Council's a smart manager, and I'm sure he's right. already thought this one think, through. Because who were the last couple starters? It was. Davies on I saw Davies on Friday and then the day before that was Miley. Who the hell else do we have in our rotation? Why can't I think of anyone? <laughs> Let me go back and look at some stats because I just can't think of any of our other starters. That one was come on. Um I can't think of our starters. Come on. Sorry, folks. Okay. Matt Elvers, he's not a starter. Zach Davies, Geo, Junior pitch today. I mean, Freddie Peralta, but he's been coming out of the bullpen. I would love to see Brandon Woodruff, but he's coming out of the bullpen. Our only option is really, it's either Chassin or Anderson. So then I'm going to stick with my, I'm going to stick with my guns and say, go with Anderson tomorrow. Hope that you get a good Chase Anderson tomorrow. And if not, or, or you, enough to just send it, send them to the bullpen. Exactly, and enough to get producti- four, productivity yeah. to get four quality innings. Hopefully, just, just get five. a quality start. Yeah. Get a quality start out of Anderson, and then worst comes to worst, you have Chessine for the wild card. I, and the wild card would be back because would be in Milwaukee, wouldn't it? Huh? The wild card game would be in Milwaukee. Yes. Whoever loses tomorrow hosts the wild card. Whoever loses tomorrow in the... As in between us and okay. the Cubs, yeah. Because I know whoever wins not only gets the central crown, but also home field advantage in the entire postseason. Right, because we both have the best record in the NL right now. It's just whoever wins, obviously, is going to have the better record. On the flip side, I don't want... If if Chassin started, and God forbid we lost with Chassin starting, then Chase Anderson starts the wild card game. And I don't want that. So start Chase Anderson. Would you tomorrow. pitch one of the others on a few days rest, though? Not Davies, because he's just back from an injury. And not Geo, because his was very more recent. Maybe, maybe Wade maybe. Miley. Maybe, but he even he looked kind of. I mean, Detroit put up a lot of runs against us both games. Maybe Wade Miley. I I just think it's smarter to go Anderson. Chassin. You know this you know this rotation better than I do. Because like I said, if you get a bad day out of Anderson, you at least have Chassin as then the you ultimate have, fall, the fallback yeah. clause. If you have your pitcher with need the be. best winning percentage like when he starts, I think we're like 22 and 9 or something like that when he starts games. It's something crazy. It's I think it might be more than that now, but like I I would rather because yes, this is 163 and it's huge. But it's not win or go home. I would rather have my best pitcher in the win and go home situation. Like, I get playing for today, and I get not – there's a lot that goes into this. Ideally, I would like to see maybe a potential another bullpen day tomorrow type of thing, but actually, like, the good bullpen players. So, like, start Brandon Woodruff and then put in Freddie Peralta and then go to your actual bullpen. Like, use Woodruff and Peralta as a – as mm-hmm. a combined starter kind of thing. Like, those two are your starter. like And get those two through six innings. And then bring in Hayter, bring in Soria, bring in Knievel, bring in uh, Jeffress for the save type of thing. 
I don't know. It's I'm very interested to see what Craig Council decides to do for that uh, starting pitching spot. I think he's probably looking at a lot of stats as far as away starts, mm-hmm. as far as Wrigley Field starts. Uh, now that they announced Quintana is starting, I think that's that might influence some too. I don't know. I think Madden uh, announced Quintana so early because the Brewers are going to match up wonky whoever he starts. It doesn't matter. So he probably just said, oh, you know what, let's just put one of my better guys out there in Quintana. So. I don't know. The last time we saw Quintana, I'm pretty sure we put up like five or six runs. I, it, I'm super excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be insane because potentially the loser of tomorrow's game is going to – they played today. The Cubs just got off of a – they just played seven straight. No, three straight series. And there was a four game with Pittsburgh, so that's – 10 games straight to end the season. Now they have this 163. If they lose 163, they have to play the wild card mm-hmm. with one day off, and then they have to go into the NLDS. For us, that's a little better because we had a, we had Thursday off, and we were at, I mean, we were at home for a couple of those too. So like, but still, whoever loses tomorrow is going to have a, a short freaking schedule ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like having tomorrow off would have been nice for either team. But oh well. But this is baseball. I can't fans, wait. We're super excited. I'm On the other side, we got the Rockies and Dodgers who tied two. Now they are both 91 and 71. They're both four games back of us. So we don't have to worry about them. Whoever loses that game will play either in Chicago or Milwaukee. The winner of that plays Atlanta in, I don't know what Atlanta's schedule is. <laughs> Miami and Pittsburgh have a game tomorrow, but it got canceled. That's weird. Anyway, um, I want to see what Atlanta's record is. Oh, it's not on there because it's not scheduled. Never mind. Is there not? Tuesday games aren't scheduled yet? Probably not. Isn't what? Tuesday the wild card game? Or is that just T- the NL Tuesday's wild card? Tuesday's the NL wild card. Oh, the ALs. On, that makes sense, actually, because then the NLDS starts there, and then the ALDS would start there. That makes a lot of sense. Never mind. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know how the West is working. Like, the Rockies and the Dodgers. I'm not sure how that works with home field as far as the Braves go. But, whatever. Uh, that's going to be fun, too. We got two games that are de- deciding divisions tomorrow. And I just can't wait for it. Because then we have those two games early in the day at noon and 3. And then we have Monday Night Football and Monday Night Raw at the same time. Tomorrow's going to be such a great day. I have homework to do, but I don't even Good care. Good luck finding me, everybody. Yeah, honestly. I can't wait. What a sports day. How was the Brewer game? Oh, fun. <laughs> very, very, very fun. I would. I mean, okay, so put it this way. I've been in games where it almost felt like playoff atmospheres. I've been to a game where it essentially was a playoff game. Right. And in one... It, in the form of game 163 in 2008, where it basically was felt like essentially a wild card game in a way, mm-hmm. where you win and you're in, you lose, you go home. That game felt like that game today felt like so much like a play like a playoff atmosphere, and it was amazing. Like even just walking around because we got there relatively early, just walking around the stadium, I can't tell you how, the excitement that I fe- if I took my excitement pregame from all all the other Brewers games I've ever I've ever gone to, whether it was this year, whether it was previous years. And combined it all into just one base form of excitement. 
still wouldn't even compare to ha- like this that feeling that electricity that I had walking through the same tag. There was something about it. It was uh, it was crazy. Do you know what the attendance was today? It was like it was like north of forty one thou. Really? It was north of forty one thou. Friday was forty four. Yeah, it was like forty one three something. I think. That's interesting. It was like forty one or forty two, but yeah, it was it was north the, of forty. I, the Packer game probably has something to do with it. It was like well of it was well north of forty. Uh, forty thou. That's strange, but still, I. I that's, but but yeah. it was it was insane. It was absolutely insane. It was the imagine. most packed I've seen that place since I in every Brewer game that I've been to. It's. I can't I wait because we're guaranteed a playoff game at home. You're guaranteed a playoff game at home, yeah. No matter if it's the wild card game or the NLDS, we're gonna have a wild card game at home. And because I'm a broke ass college student, I won't be able to go. Probably. Honestly, I was trying to find ways to go. Right. Apparently, Kim. Yeah. Apparently apparently Carter has Carter, something. yeah. He said he was telling me he has hookups somehow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to put the moves on Kim or whatever, but <laughs> Yeah, I definitely just called him out on the podcast. I don't care. No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Uh but he or what what was I oh yeah, but I I can't wait to watch the whatever game that right. is. Because Milwaukee home games are just incredible to watch. Everyone in the crowd is just so into it. I think honestly, yeah, like it's especially with this Brewer team, they're so fun to watch. They really are. So like, it makes the crowd more into it and everything. It's almost hard for me. It's it was almost hard for me not to morph into a Brewers fan, (laughs) especially this year. No, don't get me wrong. I'm still not basically have. I I I basically have since like last year. It feels feels like like last season. But don't get me wrong. I'm still I'm still through and through diehard White Sox fan. I'm never gonna trade that in for my life. Right. However, (laughs) I think however I definitely. I definitely found the clear-cut favorite second team of mine. Right. But yeah. God, I love watching this team. <laughs> I really I really do. I love watching this team so much. What do you have for let's let's go right into it. Predictions for tomorrow. Brewers come Brewers are coming are coming in with a win streak. Yes, I'm saying this a little bit biased, but literally everyone's just like this is the most dangerous team right now. In the National League. The Cubs have been saying it themselves. Right. They, they are not like, looking forward to this. Like they, Joe Madden said it. This is a hard team to match up against. Like, this this is a dangerous team. Now, Joe Madden is kind of this master manip- manipulator in the way of, like, how he knows how to just do these weird, unorthodox different things. But I don't know what he can but, pull against this team. Right. They either work or they or, don't. Or they fall flat on their face. They worked early in the year, but ever since this team... Because this was a, a lot of new players on this Brewers team mm-hmm. late in this season when everything has come together say, and Yelich has been so hot. I was going to say, after they went through that post-All-Star break collapse. We we handled the Cubs pretty well in the second half of the season. It'll be interesting. Chris Bryant kind of got rolling for them, too, uh, today. And Rizzo, Rizzo went like 5 for 5 today, I think. Yeah, Rizzo went off. He still wasn't 300 on his average. <laughs> I'm just gonna make it short. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brewers and Dodgers. I got Brewers and Dodgers. I. Yeah. Here's. Uh, yeah, I'll probably say Dodgers too. That Dodgers team is just too. Too talented right now. They're putting Walker Bueller out on the mound. Yeah, the rookie. Which kind of furthers my point. Like, save your better guy for the wild card you know uh i think kershaw just played like yesterday though as it's saturday i think anyway i'm gonna go brewers i really think that they have enough momentum going into this game they showed these four teams these exact four teams who are playing tomorrow Mm -hmm. 
all of them scored double digits today. Yep. But here's the thing about that. like Because I was watching the Cubs broadcast of the Cubs-Cardinals game when the Brewer game was over. And the Cubs card, I, Cubs commentators, man, they get to me. Uh, so, so the Brewers scored 11 and allowed nothing. The Dodgers scored 15 and allowed nothing. Didn't the Rockies score like the Rockies? Last time I checked, they scored like how many? Scored 12. They scored seven last time I checked and allowed nothing. nothing. The Cubs only scored 10. I, yeah. sh- I say only. They scored 10, but allowed five. Isn't their bullpen still? I feel like their bullpen is like almost. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bad. No, no. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's injury the, riddled? Yes, but what's yeah. the, what's that word that you say when it's just like, um, like let's like let's say let's say I got hurt, right? Yeah. And what's that word? Um, it's they're not 100 percent healthy. No, but it's. It's the word not, that you say where you just not that deep. It's the word that you say when you basically just have to assume as much that there that that's when something just happens, whether it's good or bad. You're like let's say like Sam Hart, like like, oh, I'm always insert a word here hurt because it always What is that? Oh. I, I say it all the time. I think I know what you It's mean. not habitually. Uh I feel like it starts with a P, and it's gonna piss me off. And I'm We're getting both really tired, and it's not a good idea to think of big words. Right oh now. my god. <laughs> But anyway, that's the I just love because the Cubs commentators were putting over the fact, oh yeah, all four teams put up a lot of runs today. They all put up double digits. I was like, yeah, but you guys were the only one to not only allow a run but five runs. So, whatever. I I I'm worried about tomorrow because it's at Wrigley, but I'm pretty confident because the Brewers are going hot. Aguilar finally is getting it going. Oh, he cranked one today. He cranked one fun. today. Yelich, even though he struck out twice, he still got on twice. And then they intentionally walked him. For anyone who saw my tweet, <laughs> I, I have never been more infuriated with a sports team than when I heard the words come out of Bob Euchre's mouth that the Detroit Tigers were intentionally walking Christian Yelich. I mean, he had two runners on, and there was a base open, so... The Tigers aren't playing for jack shit. And Yelich is trying to get a triple crown. What? Why do you? Oh, and you're mad that they didn't try to yes! give pitch him to. That's, they don't, who wants to give him the triple crown satisfaction? Who cares that they're not playing for jack shit? They're in the other, they're in the American League. They don't, they shouldn't. Oh, it just made me really upset. It's, 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 like, not, it's I, not okay. even that. It's common baseball. If you have a exactly, base open no, and the most dangerous hitters at, at the plate, you, you send them to, you send them to first. I get that in. It's common baseball. I, I get that in 161 other games. <laughs> but it's just in but the last game of the year. You were already losing six to nothing. Christian Yelich is two RBIs, and you have two guy two RBIs away from a triple crown, and they have two guys on. What the fuck? You guys have to be the assholes. I get that it's a like a baseball strategy. I really do get that. Like I understand why the manager did it. But like I don't know. From a competitive standpoint. I I might have I I don't know. I I feel like the Tigers could have just as easily been like, you know what? Let him try to get his history. I don't know. It that it made me furious that they know did what's that. making me furious right now. What? I still can't figure out the word. It's it's not perceptually, is it? No, it's not perceptually, but it's I feel like it's supposed to be. Word. It's <laughs> he's 
not habitually, not perceptive. God damn. What is the word? You're right. Being tired and thinking of a word yeah. is not fun, but I'm going to keep thinking of this word. You're going to keep thinking of It's going to hit me like probably at one in the morning and I'm going to be so mad. Um, so Friday morning, technically it's Saturday morning, I think, at 4 a.m. is WWE Super Showdown. <laughs> guess who's not watching? Connor. Guess who is watching? You. Kyle. Uh, Wait, Friday, like, like, like going into Friday morning? Like or, it's or Friday going into Saturday. Friday going into Saturday morning. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm watching. I have I'll a football it. game to announce. Oh yeah, you yeah you don't need. I to have do the that Oshkosh then. game. I don't work until three that that day, but the Connor fight is also that's gonna be a long day. By the way, I, I brought I bought the Connor whiskey uh, for Friday night or for Saturday night. Can I come over? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Because <laughs> uh, Kyle is coming to town oh is for he the fight oh he's and oh, I, so he is coming we're trying to get duncan too too I, th- I thought he was adamant that he was gonna, just gonna but stay yes. so so saturday morning is super showdown and then saturday night is ufc 229 we will probably do we'll probably just do it wednesday maybe we'll do it wednesday maybe we'll do it friday i don't know but eventually sometime this week we're gonna do picks it won't be too long because it's just it's a basically a house show we won't spend too much time on it we'll do it towards the end of an episode uh, yeah, I can't think of what else was I going to say? I don't know. Uh, if you had, if you missed it because it was an irregular, uh, uh, upload, I did my interview with Chad and I uploaded it, uh, for Sunday or Saturday night, Sunday morning. So go listen to that. Great talk with him. Really fun. He has a lot of, he's a really, really funny guy. He has a lot of good stuff to say about, about the NFL too. So that was that was fun. And we actually talked about Jimmy Butler because a certain other co-host of mine doesn't want to talk about Jimmy Butler <laughs> or gets too heated when we talk. Nope. Don't even start. This is why I talked about it with Chad so that we didn't have to do it. You had to name drop me with that, didn't you? I name drop you. <laughs> I will always name drop you. Uh, Just had to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, other than that, check, uh, watch out. Wrestling fans, watch out on the YouTube channel for my uh, three count reviews both Tuesday and Wednesday for the Raw and SmackDown reviews. Uh, and other than that, I think that's all we have today. Connor, would you like to take us out so that mean you can go sleep? You see, we say, see, you probably are going to go sleep. I have a, I have a video game I need to touch and have, food to eat. I have a couple of video games, and I also, there's also Sunday Night Football. <laughs> right. So, and what we're saying here is we're going to try to sleep, but there's no promises. But anyways, yeah. See, I thought I had oh, the word. 2K comes out this weekend, too. I thought I had the word. This is pissing me off. I'm, I'm going to get the word you soon. Close. I'm close. Pittsburgh gonna... got six points. Oh, nice. I need, is it bad that I need, that I want Pittsburgh to win and Ben Roethlisberger to suck, just for fantasy purposes? Oh. I mean. Tom no, has Roethlisberger bad. and Juju. Gotcha. I have Juju. I need Juju to do good. I... Speaking of Juju, two catches, 48 yards. Juju on that beat. Okay, anyways, uh, taking out. Yes, right. Uh, business at hand. Forgot about that. Anyways, first round KO. Find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and pod- the podcast app on iTunes. Give us a like or a subscription on either, on whichever one they tell you to do there. On Twitter, follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at K. Wow. At Olsen2K18. There was a K in there. Yep. I was not completely wrong. You're just early. <laughs> Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. Follow the Twitter account for the man who should be MVP after what he's done the last few weeks. He will be. We, I'm I, confident in the I fact that he'll hope. win it. 
Why do I feel like game 163 is going to determine that? But no. any, but anyways, the account is at Here We Go Yelich. Here we go, Yelich! Ahem. <laughs> Link's in the description. Thank you. Uh, the next episode, we would. I can only assume that both of us would be a little bit more well-rested at that point. Hopefully. Hence the word assume here, because I don't... I, Oh, I almost had the word. I was going to say it. I almost had the word. God damn it. Okay. When you think of it, tweet it from the first round Twitter. <laughs> and just tweet just, it. Just, just, just the word. Just the, just the word in all caps. Don't explain it. Even if it's before the podcast goes live, just don't explain it. Oh. I think it'd be really funny. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Keep a looking on the Twitter for that all caps message and me just probably raging about it. Anyways, see you on Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll be in here Tuesday recording for Wednesday. The next time we shock the system since day one. At the finish line, go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots, that's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis dag. Stone cold bachelor, acid rap and chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are, you see me as a challenge to manage it.